Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Rochelle Grow, and I'm the host of Allergic to Small Talk. I'm an expat living in the UK. I own two businesses, have my executive MBA from Pepperdine University, and I come riding dirty, having fallen from the polished corporate world. Allergic to Small Talk is a show about how to grow your small business through networking, plus the tools and resources needed to develop your foundation as a business owner. If you're allergic to small talk, get ready for big conversations that are delivered to you in bite-sized chunks that you can implement right away to transform the way you view, operate, and grow your business. This is Allergic to Small Talk by Cut Class. If you're listening to this episode, you probably have gone round and round on how to create and execute a strategy for your small business. Haven't we all? In this episode, we're going to demystify strategy so that you can rock your business throughout the rest of the year. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to Allergic to Small Talk. You can catch me here every week or say what's up to me on Insta at It's Grow. All right, y'all, let's get into the show. Business strategy can be daunting as a small business owner because we have so much shit to juggle, let alone being able to zoom out and view our business from a 40,000-foot level to formulate a cohesive strategy. And if you feel challenged by the word strategy, don't fret. I have an awesome guest for you today that's going to help us understand all things business strategy. His name is Alex Brickman. Alex is an entrepreneur author, executive coach, and board advisor. He's built, scaled, and exited companies in Europe and Canada and led client projects across the world. His area of expertise is helping entrepreneurs and small business owners to design a winning intentional strategy. In his upcoming book, he presents a new framework called The Nine Elements of Organizational Identity, which helps people build better businesses. I won't let you wait any longer to meet this powerhouse. Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Excited to be here. (laughs) Excellent. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Alex. I gave you a little bit of an intro, but I always love when my guests say in their own words, like when people ask you, tell me a little bit about yourself, what do you say? (laughs) I would add to what you already said. I'm a dad to a two-year-old who's mainly occupying my mind and heart. And I spend every every waking minute that I don't work, I spend with him. And of course, my girlfriend. And um, yeah, we've moved to Canada only two years ago. So right after he was born, right when the pandemic hit, and we've built a little life here, which was quite a ride. My girlfriend, she's actually from Canada. So we have family <laughs> here. It was not like full plunge into an unknown pool. We've been here before for vacation to visit family. But yeah, that's about it. I love motorcycling. (laughs) What else can I say? (laughs) Love that. Thank you so much. And yeah, moving to a new country can be really tough. It can be definitely challenging, especially as a business owner. I moved to the UK on March 5th of this year. It'll be four years. So I definitely feel that camaraderie with you and moving to a new country and kind of starting fresh. It's definitely a challenge. <laughs> yeah, it is. And there is something beautiful around it as well. Even if it's challenging, there is so much that you learn. I think it's an experience that if you ever have the opportunity out there, just do it. As many of you know, 
Our team at Cut Class is passionate about helping people transition from their nine to five to building a business that they love. Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. I remember climbing the corporate ladder, getting my executive MBA, and making great money and driving a fancy car. But at the end of the day, I was frustrated and miserable because I was doing everything that I thought I was supposed to be doing to hit success. It wasn't until I completely unplugged from what the world always told me would make me happy that I was able to find my genius zone and turn it into a business. I now have the freedom around time and finances that I've always wanted. So if you're in a similar situation where you're in a nine to five that's frustrating and unfulfilling, and you're thinking about starting a business so you can control your time and finances, then let's hop on a call and let's talk about creating your new future. A link to book a call will be in the show notes. All right. I want to dive into all things strategy because it can be really challenging for business owners, especially for first-time business owners, to think about strategy because we're juggling so many things at once. So could you just give us a definition of what is strategy? This is actually a very difficult question for many people because, let's be honest, most of us do not have an academic background in business administration or general management or anything like that, that would have brought the concept of business strategy to us during our college time or university time. So even for me, who has studied business administration, general management, the concept of strategy was sort of weird when I actually entered the corporate world, because it's just not in real life. It's just not what academia tells you. So if you really want to understand what business strategy is, you need to dig into it in the real world. You can read case studies, you can read books, but when it comes to strategy, what really is important to know is this only works in real life. Theoretically, this is just a concept. If you want to use it as a tool, you need to do it in real life and then it's fun. It is actually fun. It is hard work, but it's fun. So what is strategy? In simple terms, strategy is a way of creating value for a client that is willing to pay money for that value. You can create value that no one wants to pay for. This is also possible. Like all the freebies that you put out there into the world on your website, in your digital business, for example, they create value, but people are maybe not willing to pay for it. So the question is, how do you create value that people are willing to pay for? That is the core of strategy. And If you want to bring it to a 40,000 foot level, strategy is your way to reaching a desired goal in your business and not just a business goal or a target. I'm talking strategic overarching goals. So there are three questions that you can ask yourself. The first is, how do I want my business to look like at a given point in time in the future? So like a quarter from now, like a year from now, something like that? That would be operational goals. Okay. When we talk strategy, we talk at least 24 months in the future. Oh, wow. So I work with my clients. Sometimes they like, let's talk about 12-month goals, but they realize very, very quickly that if you want to reach something that is more than what you have right now or different than what you have right now, that it takes time to get there. Let's be honest. If it was easy, you would have been there already. (laughs) Yeah. And strategy always brings about change it brings about 
something that needs to scare the hell out of you. Otherwise, it's not strategy. Strategy means I have this strong desire to build something that I really love. And I don't know how to do that yet. And that's totally fine because if you knew, you would be already there. So strategy is this vision of something that you want to achieve. Let's say two to three years down the road. And then you break it down into measurable goals, into measurable, strategically measurable KPIs, key performance indicators. And those aren't how much do I sell necessarily. Those uh-huh. can be very, very different things. And when I use the term vision, I don't mean that marketing claim that companies write on their websites. I talk about a detailed description of how your business looks like in the future. Whom do you work for? What does your team say? How does it feel? If you could time travel to that point in time, what would you see? Right? right? So that's a detailed description of what you envision to build. And then you break it down and ask yourself, okay, I probably shouldn't continue doing what I did over the past, I don't know, two or three years and hope that this will get me to my vision. Mm-hmm. Or even worse, put the vision into a drawer, continue what you do, and then two years from now, pull it out and be like, oh, have I achieved my vision? That's not how this works. So you take this vision and then break it down and ask yourself, what do I need to do in order to push toward that vision? And then everything you do from that day on is focused on the key priorities, three, four, five key priorities that you know will bring your business toward that vision. That's strategy in a nutshell. Okay. So that's awesome. Two things stood out to me. Number one was what if strategy changes? Like when does a strategy change if it does change? And then two, how can a business operationalize when you hit that big vision? It's like, right, I know what the vision is. And then breaking those down into like exactly operational daily exactly. activities. Imagine a three-layer cake. On, on the very top of the cake, you see the icing. That's your vision, right? Mm-hmm. That's the top layer. That looks great. That smells great. But that's not the entire cake. It does not connect to the to the table. It doesn't float like somewhere in the air. You need to ground it and have something underneath it. And that's what you call operationalizing it. So ah. let's assume your vision is like, I don't know, maybe 10 sentences long. Mm. In each of these sentences, you have a core element. The sentence captures something. It could be your desired revenue in two years from now. Got it. It could be key products that you will have produced in this time. It could be new markets that you entered, whatever it is. And then you ask yourself, okay, how can I measure that I actually move to this core element? What do I need to see happen? What do I need to do? That's when you break down your vision into what we call work streams, strategic Mm. work streams. So one of your strategic work streams might sit in the context of marketing. Another one might be product development. A third one might be anything around education. You have to learn new things most likely in order to reach that vision you probably don't have all the skills and capabilities yet that will bring you there. So there are different buckets. And then within these buckets, you ask yourselves, okay, how do I make these measurable? What are smart goals that I need to put into them? And then that's where you bring a strategic concept into a priority. And then you take this priority and break it down into actionable steps. Oh my gosh, Alex, I love that. That is definitely really easy to digest. And I really love how you mentioned that sometimes you don't possess all the skills that you need in order to get to a goal. And 
that could be part of your operational strategy to reach that big vision is actually to learn. And sometimes people get caught up on the fact that they do have to learn a new skill and it seems like they're not reaching towards that big vision or their goals, but really it's part of the entire It's part of it. It's definitely part of it. And another thing that's super important is in that context is to understand that the term strategy is being so crazily used everywhere Mm -hmm. in the world of sports and business and God knows where. People just use it because it sounds cool. They don't even know what it means. They even confuse it with the opposite of its meaning. So I very often hear, we have a strategy for this and a strategy for that. It's just so many strategies. (laughs) That's funny. Because that's not a strategy. That's tactics. That's operations. That's not strategy. Um, A strategy doesn't change that often. Tactics change. So, for example, people that talk to me about their video strategy on Instagram. (laughs) This is an abusive way of using the term strategy almost. It's not strategy. It's just not strategy. And when I use the term, I really, I use it for one thing only, and this is for your business. Everything else in your business are activities or actions or things that you do in order to reach a certain milestone. They might have a place in your overarching strategy, but they are not a strategy in itself. So understanding the terminology makes all the difference because when you use the term strategy, it it immediately reminds you, on the level where you operate on at that point in time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it does make it so much more simple to understand like, this is my big strategy and these are my relative work streams to get to that strategy versus I have this strategy, I have that strategy, I have that strategy. And I think that could be very overwhelming as a small business owner. Definitely. Thank you for that. Why are you so passionate about strategy when it can be such a daunting thing for business owners? Like, What gives you your drive to operate in this realm? <laughs> I actually had a, just yesterday a very interesting conversation with one of the people that supports my business. And she said, Alex, we need to make you more sexy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Am I not sexy enough? And she's like, you're talking about the real stuff, but people don't get it. They always buy the shiny objects, the marketing fun stuff. That's what they buy because they actually believe that this stuff helps them. And they buy the next fancy marketing course and the next IT tool or they hire a VA or God knows what it is that they think they need. But what they actually need is business strategy. And that person actually worked with me through their strategy. And she was blown away by the results because it was all in her head. But She was not able to formulate it and actually get it on paper and see how it all connects. And yeah, that's the reason why I'm so passionate about it, because I know it works. I've done it for 15 years. I've worked as a strategy consultant in-house for one of the biggest media corporations in the world. I then became a management consultant and helped other companies and then built my own businesses. This is something that works. (laughs) And it's for entrepreneurs and small business owners. It's the easiest thing to do if you know how, because it's all on my website. It's all for free on my website. You can download those toolkits and just start working it. It's, it's nothing secret. Most people, as I said at the beginning of our conversation, Rochelle, it's just they have no idea how to approach the topic or they've never been in touch with it. So if you want to dig into the fundamentals of building a business, that's what you need to do. And that's where the fun really is. Because all of a sudden, it's like 
all these curtains all of a sudden open up and you see how things connect and you're like, I can't believe how much money I spent on these marketing <laughs> gadgets while I wasn't even clear on where I want to go with my business as such. So asking those fundamental questions, helping people clarify their path and actually tickling them long enough so that they dare to write down their dreams and hopes and then pursue them. That's why I'm into this. It's so much fun. Oh, thank you so much, Alex. I really, really loved having you on the show today. You've dropped so many great gems that I know the listeners are absolutely going to eat up. Is there anything else that you want to leave the audience with before we go? Yes, absolutely. Go to my website, alexthestrategist.com. Right there on the landing page, there is a link that says resources on the top menu bar. Click that link, go there. There is tons of free stuff for you. The Intentional Strategy Toolkit, a business health check. Download these things and start working with them. I don't want your money. I just want you to succeed. So take it. It's free. Awesome. Alex, thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate you coming on today. And I can't wait for this episode to come out. Thank you so much, Rochelle. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Allergic to Small Talk is a production of Cut Class, a place where you can access me, Rochelle Grow, and Leslie Levito. We teach the world how to start and grow businesses without a formal classroom. Executively produced by me, Rochelle Grow, and Cut Class. Creative direction by Sho Kazanjian. Audio editor and producer, Tom Mikiok. And music is by Fami Kaira. If you'd like to access more free resources, check out our sister podcast, Out to Launch. Hosted by Cut Class's co-founder, Leslie Levito. She teaches people how to ditch their 9-to-5 to start their own business. See ya!